We are Snowbird Nation. Hey, welcome to Snowbird Nation, a lifestyle connection of resources to designing lives. What is a snowbird, you ask? Well, a snowbird is a person who travels south or west during the winter months in order to escape northern weather and obtain partial relief from the high cost of northern area taxes. So snowbirding is that act of traveling and living part of the year and spending part of the time in southern and western areas to enjoy the beautiful climate and all the south and west has to offer, while at the same time avoiding the harsh polar vortex that may be coming in the winter weather of the north. Feel free to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, podcast, YouTube, Vimeo, and elsewhere, for we are Snowbird Nation, and I am the voice of Snowbird Nation, Mike Searcy. Well, welcome into the show. This is episode one, Snowbird Nation. You just heard Mike Searcy. My name is Jason Stansel, and we are happy to have you with us today. Very excited to be on the air. Mike, this is a topic that you and I have been kicking around for quite some time. Absolutely. And, uh, broadcasting here in Arizona. We are in one of the perfect states for snowbirding. And uh, why don't we jump right into it? Let's define what we're talking about. Oh, absolutely. Let's just do just do that. Well, a snowbird is, as you just heard, oftentimes they're retirees. So they often come from the traditional generation. They often come from the baby boomer generation. But that's not your typical snowbird as well. It's not your only snowbird by any case. And so your snowbirds are coming down here for part of the year. We have temporary snowbirds. These are the ones that come here just for their two-week vacation to get out of the snow of the north. And for those of you that are from the Chicago area, where I happen to be from, we know that that polar vortex, which comes every so often and just puts Chicago into a deep freeze, people want out. And so they come to one of the snowbird states, as we call it. And that those states are, Jason, can you guess? Well, i got to think Arizona's one of them, Michael. Yeah, absolutely correct. Okay. As we're sitting in Arizona, that certainly makes for a good guess. Mm-hmm. How about a, num- a second one? Well, i got to go with Florida. Florida would also be good, yes. In fact, a lot of people, mostly from the e- northern east coast, wind up going to the Florida area because it's a straight shot. How about number three? Well, we gotta we got to roll California in there somewhere, Michael. We do, as, as a matter of fact. Although the interesting thing about California now is that with all the high taxes, some of the fires that have been happening almost annually oh, yeah. and things of this nature, people are wanting even out of California. So we're getting what we call cross-snowbirding mm-hmm. from California even into Arizona here. How about another one? Uh, this is where it gets tricky for me because I know there's a top five. I'm going to say maybe Texas. Does maybe Texas is right. Okay. Yes. Texas falls in good. Texas does. That gives you one more. And let's see if I had to take just another wild guess. Can we throw Nevada in? We can. Okay. Let's do Vegas, baby. All right. Got it. Beautiful. Yep. And so what often happens is we have these snowbirds that will come down uh, for out of the winter, and they come to either Arizona, Florida, Texas, Nevada, or California specifically to get away from the snow. And a lot of times they're RVers. Mm-hmm. Or they might be the kind of people that are coming down for their jobs. Right. Um, meaning these are people who millennials or even Gen Xers, they seek jobs that will allow them to spend the nicer uh, winter months in the nicer climates. Right. And then go back to where their families are, have connections to family, relatives, etc. And they keep their other jobs or the same kind of job that allows them to transfer back and forth. 
See, you know, it's interesting to that point, Mike. We don't think about the millennials or the Gen Xers no. as the quintessential or cliche snowbirder. That's right. But millennials are redefining how they do and work and live so many different oh, ways. absolutely. And they're not big on home ownership, per se. Right. So it makes a lot of sense. Well, and when we talk about home ownership, I'll tell you what, there's an interesting move to RV parks. There's an interesting move to even manufactured home and mobile, mobile homes kind sure. of a thing. And there's an interesting move even more so to condos. And the reason I say that is because condos are often run by associations. And those associations are going to take care of the outside of the building and any maintenance to the lawn, the grounds, whatever might be there. So if you are a snowbird and you are away from home, whichever home we're talking about, during those six months or so, what typically happens is somebody's got to mow the grass. Mm -hmm. And you're hiring somebody up north to come in and do your lawns while you're away up there. But what about when you're down here, and or rather you're up there, but your your lawn maintenance in any of these states that we're talking about snowbirding? Sure. Well, associations usually take care of that. So there's a really interesting move to condos. Yeah, they want the turnkey, and we see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. They want low maintenance or no maintenance, really a turnkey situation. And you know what? We've got entire developments here in Arizona dedicated to that for the boomers, the older retired generation, and we see that landscape, especially in Arizona. There's so much of that rock landscape that just mitigates that expense and that hassle. Yeah, and the interesting thing about that is I am squarely at the very beginning of the Gen X generation, and as such, I'm not being a baby boomer, not being a traditional. One of the great things about even working with that particular group is we have here in the Arizona area, and a lot of these states as well, have what we call age-restricted communities specifically designed for the 55 and over crowd so that you don't have to deal a lot with the younger groups and the smaller families or the younger families and children running across the lawn and things like this because it's all people of your generation. So we won't call them necessarily retirement communities. We'll call them fun communities. Well, and they are. And if you look at what some of the activities are, especially if we're talking Arizona specifically, Sun City, Sun City West, Sun City Grand, these are communities that encompass such a lifestyle. I know Trilogy has come out with a lot of of new communities, 50 and over even, that fit this range. And and this is your lifestyle. It's a lifestyle community. And, and hence, that's why we're calling it Snowbird Nation. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely. And, and it's a lifestyle I've, I've adopted because I'm originally from the Chicago area myself. Well, and, exactly. And I came down here because I was kind of tired of that whole polar vortex thing. You know, I'm tired of being cold. And I just don't want to be cold anymore. And so when the weather started hitting a couple of years ago, and this is very typical, some some uh, people will come down and they'll start spending their time down here where they'll come down one year and they'll rent a place. They'll come down another year and they'll bring a mobile home. They'll come a couple more times, stay with friends that they've made down here the first couple of times before they even decide, you know what, it's time. It's time for me to finally buy a condo. It's time for me to finally buy a home specifically to put in together to put together what I call my migration home. To put together what I call that home that I'm going to be here, you know, for 6 months out of the year or a few months out of the year to avoid the cold, but then I'm still keeping a residence back in the Chicago area in Illinois. I'm keeping a residence back in Michigan, in Canada, in Washington, in New York, wherever it might be. I'm keeping that residence because that keeps me keeps me connected to family. And all my family's up there. But I don't want to be there and have to deal with the cold. 
Yeah, and this makes for a perfect out, and it actually defines a snowbird. So, talking about what we're going to be doing on this show, also we're going to explore a lot of different lifestyles. You'll have access to so many incredible things through our platform. So, we're excited to have you with us. We will be elaborating a little bit more on what and how and who is a snowbird, but let's talk about right now why specifically Arizona, because this is why we're broadcasting here, Michael. Why do we want to come to Arizona? Real estate market specifics we're in a great place right now. Oh, absolutely. And in fact, we are in probably the hottest, all pun intended, real <laughs> estate market in the country. <laughs> That's good. I love that. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Arizona is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. And in fact, it, it is outstripping most other areas. And uh, I've heard the number two to one, but I don't know that for a fact. Right. But we have just thousands of people moving into Arizona because of the climate. And there's still an awful lot of space. And there's an awful lot of place for people to be here and enjoy. And it's also a very happening kind of place. Arizona, between Tucson, between Phoenix, between Scottsdale, Sedona, and Flagstaff. We have so many different areas here that is so wonderful. If you're looking for it, it's here. If you want the big city lifestyle, Phoenix has it. If you want the golf courses, how about 12 months out of the year to play golf? Oh, absolutely. And then, especially in some of those warmer months, you get to play some of the greatest courses that we have in Arizona. Let's take the Phoenix Open, for example. Yeah. You can play that TPC Scottsdale course for less than $90 during the summer months. And that is the most popular course on tour for the biggest party. And you can't get that anywhere else. You cannot. In most other states, it's going to cost you at least triple that uh, to, to play at courses that are not nearly as nice. No, not even close. And the views are just incredible. And so when we're looking at, you know, in the winter time, and you're out with short sleeves and, and wearing shorts, mm-hmm. you know, to people in the Midwest, to people in the North, that's unheard of. Right. Yeah, we get real excited about being able to brag about that. And that's one of the other great opportunities here is when you do decide to snowbird in Arizona, we're going to talk about other markets as well as the show progresses uh, in later episodes, but the investment process to have that home that you know right now in this market will appreciate, or even to put a renter in to generate income off of that, there's going to be so many offshoots of this that we're going to be able to explore. Absolutely. And one of the great things that we're going to do on the other side of a quick halftime break here is that we're going to talk about the idea that snowbirds really have an awful lot of comforts of home right here in Arizona, which is another reason why we are broadcasting from Arizona specifically. There are great places and great things to talk about with all five of those states. But I'll tell you what, my number one choice by far is Arizona. We'll talk a little bit about about that and why on the other side of our halftime break. Yeah, Mike, we're going to take a quick pause. We're going to be back in about one minute. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to Snowbird Nation with Mike Searcy. You've been listening to Snowbird Nation with your host, Mike Searcy. To find out how you can become a member, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. Simply click on Become a Patron to join. You'll receive private investment opportunity, exclusive content, monthly news, and real-time industry updates. Join us every week right here on Snowbird Nation. Welcome back to the nation, Michael. Well, we are back, and as I said earlier, right before the break, we were going to talk about comfort food from the north. What do I mean by comfort food? Well, remember, I am from Illinois. 
I am originally a Chicago land person. Now, of course, what does that mean? Uh, people from the Chicago area know exactly what that means. That we who are from a suburb of Chicago will often tell the world we're from Chicago. Why? Because Chicago is more popular around the world. People know Chicago far more quickly than they know Illinois. In fact, people from other countries, when I've traveled around the world, yep. think that Chicago is a country all to itself. Yes, they do. <laughs> and maybe we in Chicago also sort of think the same thing. I, I think you might. And, and so at any rate, but what do you do when you start traveling and say, I'm going to spend long times, hours, months, days, whatever it might be, six months out of the year outside of the Chicagoland area? Well, I'll tell you what. We start looking for deep dish pizza. Yeah, you do. Yep. And – one of the great things about uh, the Phoenix area, for in particular, the whole valley in the Phoenix, Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, all the way to Sun City and Mesa, the whole valley area here, there are places, and sometimes they're hidden, where you can find good Chicago comfort food. And, for example, and I'll, I'll go ahead and put this out there right now for all my Chicagoans that, that are kinfolk listening, there happens to be... Not one, but a few Giordano's pizzas right here in this area. And for those of you on the other side of that particular battle, Luminati's does indeed exist right down here in the Phoenix Valley. So this is interesting because you and I were talking off air on this. There is a whole subculture of people that either like one or the other, oh, yeah. and that's very Chicago. Oh, absolutely. It's a it's it's like going up to somebody in the whole Chicagoland area and asking them, are you a Sox fan or a Cubs fan? And sometimes they don't mix. You know, we see that all the time in the sports world, so that's a great analogy. But I am starting to learn the food world is just as competitive, and it also lends itself to kind of some of the ego that comes out of these places, just like New Yorkers. They are very New York. They come to Arizona, they bring New York with them, and they want the comforts of New York, but they want the climate of Arizona or Florida, Nevada, California, Texas, whatever it is. Everybody is going to seek that stuff out. Hopefully, this podcast will give you a little better idea on where to uncover some of those things as we go forward. And, of course, you're going to have access to a lot of the things as a member of Snowbird Nation that only exclusive members will have access to. And we'll give you that information at the end of the show, Mike. Absolutely. In fact, we will be visiting uh, a number of those Chicago, Illinois, Midwest-oriented locations and specifically partaking of their menu. Now, Jason, you're not from the Chicago or the Midwest area. You're a native here of Arizona. Is that correct? Which is just as rare as it gets. We don't see a lot of that. And to go back to a statistic, you know, we, we now know uh, 200 and change people are moving here every day to Arizona. Yes, all from other places and most likely a lot of these colder climates. But yeah, native, 40 years right here. Native, 40 years. Well, that means you will get the opportunity to taste test a lot of the things that I'm talking about in terms of comfort food from the north. And then we can actually, and as we like to say, actually expose you to real culture. Right, the real culture. Because <laughs> <laughs> us Arizonans, we don't really have the thick culture or experiences that all of you from whatever part of the country you're from seem to have over us. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that uh, that we talked about Chicago in terms of Cubs or Sox fans, w one of the reasons why I spent time coming back and forth from Illinois to this part of Arizona as well is because of the Chicago Cubs. One of the uh, greatest things about this area is spring training happens right here in the valley. 
and the Cubs are in the area. Oh, yeah, they are. It's a great draw. People come from all over the country just because of our spring training facilities and, of course, the weather. But, yes, I see more Cubs gear and Chicago plates. I mean, the Illinois plates are everywhere during spring training. Well, and, and I will tell you this, you know, being a former college professor, or as I like to say, a recovering college professor, right. one of the things that uh, I, I always used to tell people is I could be a Cubs fan all the way up until September or in October because then I had to focus with on my students. One of the great things about being a Cubs fan is by September or October, they were mostly out of the season. Ooh. Yeah, and, and, Ooh. That, and that was always heartbreaking, uh-huh. but it also meant I got to shift my focus. Although the year that I stopped teaching – what, and I got to pay attention oh, to the Cubs. No. Was that the year? That was the year they uh, won. Of course it is. So, by the way, folks, I'm taking partial credit. Just putting it out there. Well, I like that. But since you, you stopped teaching, <laughs> the Cubs go ahead and take it all and break the curse. So maybe Mike has something to do with that. But And we're going to also focus on many, many other places. Mike, as you know, is a native Chicagoan. So this is why we're starting episode one like this. But I got to tell you, it is so cold there now that I can't imagine how you did it for so many years. Being a native of Arizona, I don't do the cold. I mean, when it's 50 degrees here, we're all in sweaters. You notice that we're the crazy ones. Yes, I was actually out uh, not too long ago in one of our winter Arizona time frames. I was out, oh, okay, here you go. We were out not too long ago trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. and I was walking around in shorts, a T-shirt, and a beverage in hand, walking with a couple of families who were trick-or-treating, uh-huh. and every one of them and everybody on the street – they were all in coats. Yeah, guilty. Guilty. I was that guy in jeans and long sleeve shirt and a jacket. So yes. I was actually layered. You were layered. Well, there you go. And and so one of the great things about uh, we from the north, so to speak, our blood is still thick enough to actually really enjoy, you know, 75 degree weather. And think about that, folks. 75, 80 degree weather. And you can always tell a native because they're wearing a coat in that, that temperature. Well, and here's the thing, though. My wife has now migrated to Arizona. She's been down here almost 20 years from uh, the Cincinnati area. Okay. So she comes from that cold. And it was funny because last night she actually was more bundled up than I was. So her blood has thinned (laughs) living in the Sunshine State here. Arizona has got you conditioned. But, again, I see these guys on the golf course all the time. It could be mid-December. I'm still layered. They're in shorts and a T-shirt. Hey, one of the things I I, I think we need to kind of shift a little bit, because before the break, I promised that I would tell you a little bit about why Arizona. And I think we need to shift there with what time we have left. See – as I'm looking at, and I've been to Arizona, I've been to Florida, Texas, Nevada, and California. California, here's the deal, folks. California, people are leaving California to come to Arizona. And when you ask them why, they're going to cite taxes and they're going to cite smog. And you know what? Every year the fires, the wildfires seem to get worse and worse. And when we start thinking about Nevada, one of the things that uh, we have to really face the truth in terms of Nevada is um, and I hate saying this out loud, but crime rates are not great. Right. And and so when we start looking at that kind of thing going on there, we want someplace that's going to have a higher perception of safety. 
When we look at Texas and Florida, I'll tell you what, we're, we're close to uh, certain things that uh, are, are often, you know, the Gulf, for example, and Florida being a peninsula surrounded by water. One of the things that uh, people complain about when it comes to Florida, when it comes to Texas, is often the humidity and the mosquitoes. Oh, yes. And although you can go to a great climate, if there's always mosquitoes and bugs there, why are you staying? Oh, the humidity, though, for me, Michael, I wouldn't do Florida just because I can't handle the humidity and air. Arizona, we joke about the dry heat. If you come down and experience it, though, you'll understand what we're talking about. There is a big difference, and it's much more comfortable. And and I'm going to go ahead and say, as we start talking about Snowbird Nation and the movement involved, we are Snowbird Nation, and we want to specifically talk, at least from this point, why are we in Arizona? And in future episodes, we are going to specifically address just that. Yeah, and I look forward to unpacking all of the stuff that we've got going on here, especially the real estate investments. We'll bring you in from other states, so don't feel left out. Mike is from Chicago, so we thought it fitting to start with that. And guys, if you want to find out how you could be a bigger part of the show, how you can actually get some behind-the-scenes membership opportunity, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. Click on Become a Patron. That will give you exclusive access to the club. Mike, for our first episode, I've enjoyed the time. Same here. It's been really a good a good opportunity, and I so look forward to, to future episodes as we start moving forward. And, of course, you can follow us on all social media platforms. So for Mike Searcy, I'm Jason Stancil. Thanks for hanging out in the nation. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Snowbird Nation with your host, Mike Searcy. To find out how you can become a member, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. Simply click on Become a Patron to join. You'll receive private investment opportunity, exclusive content, monthly news, and real-time industry updates. Join us every week right here on Snowbird Nation.